Yo, what's happening, everyone? Train Hard Live Strong family. I hope y'all having a great day today. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beans Training and Apparel. And today we have someone coming back onto the show for her second time. The first episode we did with her was how to create an optimal relationship with food. And we absolutely crushed it. She came with so much value, gave people action steps to take in order to create an optimal relationship with food. Nutrition has always been one of the biggest questions that I have received, um, and I'm pretty sure for a lot of coaches and trainers out there as well, that is one of the biggest, biggest topics that we get hit on big time because food is like something that we need for survival, obviously, and it's something that we don't know more, like we don't know a lot of. We don't know what macros are and why we should have protein or carbs and fats, like why this and why that? How come this diet says this? How come she lost 20 pounds with that diet? I can't lose one pound. Like why is everything so different? So with food, there's there comes a lot of questions, concerns, and wonders, which are great because you should learn more about it, okay? So today we have a girl coming on the show again, a great friend of mine. Um, coming on the show for her second time to drop some more insane value on nutrition. Now, really diving into the aspect of losing the weight with food and keeping it off. Not only that, but she also dives in some hormonal stuff, a little touch of that, because that also plays a huge role in how you lose weight, how you gain muscle, how your health is overall. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's dive in this episode, y'all. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have a very special guest speaker on the show. And it's so funny because she was the very first ever guest speaker on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. So she is here again for her second time talking to you all about how to lose weight, keep it off with nutrition alone. Very, very intelligent woman, coach. She owns her own business. Truly an outstanding person and coach. So without further ado, everybody, let's welcome Kelsey D'Antonio. What's up, Kelsey? What's up, Matt? I'm so excited to be here for the second time. I feel a lot more like comfortable, relaxed, <laughs> super excited to dive in. Yeah, it's same, same. And uh, it's so crazy because we are, um, whenever your episode publishes, it might be like in the 70s or 80s, but you, your episode was episode 13 whenever you came on the show. Isn't that unreal? How fast things have gone and how much you've grown. I know. It is crazy. Same thing with you. So I'm like so excited to have you on because the very first episode we talked about uh, creating a uh, optimal relationship with food, which is amazing. The mindset portion, all that stuff is awesome. Uh, but today we're going to actually get into like the science and everything about how uh, specifically women can, uh, can, you know, change their body, change their life with just nutrition alone. So it's so cool to have you on again. But before we begin, um, even though people might have heard the first episode or know who you are, uh, but our current listeners or future listeners who don't know who you are, can you quickly just give like a nice little background on you know who Kelsey is and, and, and how you got here today? 
Yeah, absolutely. So like Matt said, my name is Kelsey. Uh, currently, I am a full-time fitness and nutrition coach for women. We focus primarily on women's weight loss. And our thing is we want to teach women how they can still enjoy the foods that they love and, and lose weight because that's what life is all about. Life is all about enjoying life, but also living a beautiful, healthy, fit, and fun lifestyle. Um, and so I currently coach, like I said, women within our Nutrition Revival Academy and teach them how to do that. And quick background story, I got into this and introduced into this world of fitness from actually being introduced to a bodybuilding kind of style industry. And that led to just a horrible relationship with food, with fitness, with feeling like it was my job versus what I love to do. And, and, and I wanted to do this for health more than anything. And so this led me into figuring out how to create the most optimal, optimal relationship with food for myself. And Oh my gosh, fast forward five years later, and now I've created this business that teaches women how to do that exact thing. And so that's just a quick background story, you know, for your listeners. Yes, awesome. And if, if you all want to learn more about uh, Kelsey, she did, she went in depth with her background on, uh, on episode 13. So if you want to skip back to episode 13, after this episode, you, you definitely can. Um, and it's so cool because what Kelsey is able to do to other women with just by changing their nutrition is absolutely incredible like the other day you had you put a, a client um testimonial on your instagram and it was like a, a crazy change and in there you put this was only with nutrition alone i thought that was insane wasn't that insane i think it was like 25 pounds or something and we just focused on nutrition that's not to say movement is not important mm -hmm. and we love to incorporate movement but it's amazing what the body responds to with just nutrition alone you guys it is, dude. It's crazy. And with your training, and it just shows how much, how important nutrition is when it comes to anything. If, if your clients, you know, are beginning to lose tons of weight with just nutrition, imagine how crazy their physique will get once you start throwing in that training, you know? Correct. It's yeah. like, it's like I always say nutrition is the cake and workouts are like the icing on top of the cake. Yeah. You know, it like really just completes the entire cake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nutrition is obviously the inside portion, you know, like what you're consuming is, you know, the inflammation part and, and just energy in, energy out, all the amazing things. But uh, so that we can, you know, dive in and, and share with everyone uh, how you can, because the most important part is not just to lose weight, right? You want to lose it. And, and get into a physique that you like and keep it off, sustain that physique or however your body wants to get to uh, for a long period of life, hopefully for the rest of your life. So, uh, so let's dive in, girl. What can women uh, and, and some males too do to lose weight with nutrition and keep it off? Totally. I love, love, love this question. So I'm kind of just going to get into the full circle of what you need specifically in order to, to lose weight and, and hopefully lose fat. Because I think that's yes. where we have this misconception of there's a huge difference between fat loss and weight loss. And when we focus on losing the fat, that's where we get this beautiful body recomposition change. Mm -hmm. And so um, I will just side note, one of these points does have to do with movement. So um Anyways, I'll just dive right into it though, you guys. So I have six points and if you guys have notes, for sure, take out a notebook, write this down as I'm talking about it. But yep. number one, you guys, the most important thing that you have to have to lose weight is a caloric deficit. That is the number one thing that drives fat loss 
if you guys are eating more than you're burning, I don't care how much asparagus or chicken or rice you're eating. <laughs> if you're eating more, if your input is greater than your output, you're not going to be losing fat. Um, so right away, that's the number one thing that I had to come in and say is that being in a caloric deficit, what this means, if you're not familiar, it means that you're eating less than you're burning. Guys, we're able to actually burn burn fat when we're not consuming more than we need to. Um, that being said, you need to really find a caloric deficit strategy that works for you. And so for me and the women in our program, this means counting macros. So like I said, we can really eat our favorite foods and still maintain um, that caloric deficit. So that's the number one point that I have to drive across. You know, yeah, we, can't, we can't lose without being in a caloric deficit. Uh, second thing, guys, this is second point, if you want to write it down, is going to be movement. So along with being in a caloric deficit, we have to be moving our body, um, not only to put us in a greater caloric deficit, but also to make us to make us mentally okay. You guys, like movement creates endorphins. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you have energy. And so, yes, this is going to drive weight loss even more, but it's also really going to help your mental health to just get up and move, go on a walk. Um, even if it's starting there. And so ideally this sort of movement is something that is personalized for the specific client and that works in conjunction with their nutrition strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're already in a caloric deficit, meaning you're intaking less than you're burning, and then you come in and you add movement on top of that, it creates a greater deficit, which is going to equal fat loss. Yeah. Right. And so those two things just play a huge part. Um, and your movement should be something you enjoy. So like, for example, Matt, for you, like you love like hit high intense, intensity oh, yeah. workouts. Like, All day. Yeah. Like explosive movements. But for some women, when they, when they see that at first, they're like a little intimidated. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's important to find something, find something that works for you with where you're at. Like I said, if that means going on a walk, great. If that means walking just on the treadmill, great. If that means doing explosive movement, mm -hmm. movements like Matt does, like I adore things like that. That means that. Hell yeah, dude. And real quick, how, uh, and I, I've, I've been wanting to ask you this. How long can, going back to your first point, how long can someone be in a caloric deficit would, would that, that you would recommend? Totally. So I think, I mean, it's really hard because everyone is so different. You know right. what I mean? And you yes. know this. Yep. But I would say, I typically see women starting to burn out from being in a caloric deficit about the six to eight month mark. Okay. I know that sounds a long, like sounds like a long time, but the reason why I say that is because of the approach that we specifically take. Right. Um, right. If you're, looking, if you're looking at a competitor, there's no way they can be on eight to 1200 calories oh, no. for eight months. You know? <laughs> yeah. But if you look at the approach that we take, which is very slow, um, you know, losing about a half pound to a pound per week, mm -hmm. then they can be in a caloric deficit for about eight months. And then typically it's not like mentally that you can't keep going, but your body starts to kind of stop working with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, oh. and I feel like, um, maybe you're, cause you do it in the, in the health fashion, which I, I love, I've always loved about you as a coach is that you take health in consideration. Cause I've had people come up to me and say, yo man, I want to lose 30 pounds in like three months. Like can I lose 10 pounds in, in you know, every month. And I'm like, dude, like you can, but I'm just going to forewarn you now that it's not the healthiest way to do it. So one thing I like about you is that you take that health aspect first. So whenever you take 
and you say that long amount of time, I'm thinking that the, de- the deficit is not too extreme. It's just enough to get to them to, to lose that one to two pounds uh, per week, you said, right? Correct. Yes. Health first. Yeah. So typically we start, any, we start someone anywhere from like a 200 to 500 calorie deficit. Oh. That, that way we can grow on that. Is, that. is that per day or per month or per week? That's per week. Okay, so there you go. So most people think like, oh, that's per day? Like what the hell? But okay, per week. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. So the third point that I want to drive in right after a caloric deficit and movement is accountability, you guys. Like oh, it's huge. so much easier. Yes, it's so much <laughs> easier to stay the course when you have someone other than yourself yep. who's holding you to that high standard. Um, and we make it known that when a client comes in and works with us, if they need an ass kicking, they're getting an ass kicking. Definitely. Like they're, they're coming in, not, not hiring us to teach them how to do the same things. Um, and it's not going to be sunshine and sunshine and rainbows the entire time. Mm -hmm. And so we make it very clear. If we got to tell them to get their shit together, we're going to (laughs) be the women in their lives to tell them that. Yeah, man. Cause we're friends, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm your coach and I'm here to make sure that I keep you accountable. And if that's me being tough, I got to be tough sometimes. Absolutely. And you know what? That's something I really struggled with as a coach when I first began Uh because I didn't feel like I was, it was necessarily my place. But then Mm. I started having a mindset shift and really realizing that these women are counting on me to be that strong force in their life to tell them you are capable of so much more and this is unacceptable. And once I started doing that, Matt, I kid you not, our results started just, we just started getting them like continuous, continuous, continuous because of us being that strong force in their life. Yes. I like the, uh, the one word that you just said right now that I liked is uh, unacceptable. That I think to me is such a powerful word. Just like when someone like your parents would used to say like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Like unacceptable is like this right here, what you just did or the cheat meal or cheat day that you took without telling us or whatnot, that's unacceptable. It's not going to make your goals happen, the goals that you want. So I like that you said that. And that's such a hard, strong word to keep someone accountable to. Absolutely. I completely, completely agree. I love that word also. Yeah. Fourth point I want to drive in, guys, is your mindset. Matt talks about this all of the time. So this probably should not surprise you. Matt and I definitely have a very big connection when it comes to both of our mindsets. That's something that him and I have always connected on. Mm -hmm. And you can have the right nutrition and strategy, nutrition and training strategy, like planted to your face. Like I can (laughs) staple it to your freaking forehead, (laughs) right? Like this is what you do, but if you don't actually have the mindset conditioned around that specific strategy that I'm giving you, you're never going to become successful because you won't know what to do when temptation arises. You won't know what to do when you're having a really negative day and you want to go and binge on food. Mm -hmm. Um, right. You're not going to know what to do when you're having this mindset struggle and you just want to continue to snooze your alarm and lay in bed all day. And so when we really connect your mindset to a caloric deficit movement, the accountability, Oh my gosh, it's a game changer. Yeah. Powerful dude. It's like so much fire underneath the furnace is just going to like, keep someone moving, moving forward. And yes, we always have had a strong mindset uh, uh, similarity with you and I, and, and we've done challenges together. We've done live video. We've done tons of stuff together so far. And, um, and mindset is like one of the biggest things, just like you said, you can put 
you can put programs in front of people and you can, you can tell them exactly, this is exactly what you need to do every <laughs> single day and it'll be yours. I promise. This is it. All you got to do is do these and it's yeah. done. It's over with. But for some reason, then people get in that funk with their mentality that they, they break off, they fall off. Absolutely. And that's always that, you know, there's always some sort of trigger that comes up and we have to figure out how to, how to work through those triggers. Yes. absolutely. And the cool thing, I love that you said that. Remember though, this, this is why the journey is so amazing because you probably would have not never figured out what those triggers were until you dumped, until you jumped into this journey. And whenever yes. you figure out these triggers, then those are your triggers. So guess what? That's not just in your fitness and health journey. That's in your career journey, your relationship journey, your uh, business, your school journey. Like these triggers trigger that, that mindset for you to fall off. So whenever you figure them out, then, then that's it. Like you're just head on. Yeah, because you know exactly what to do to deal with those trigger, triggers or figure out how to continuously train your mind to work with those triggers so it doesn't become a trigger anymore. Yeah, boom, there it is. Yeah, totally. So this fifth point, and I want your listeners, if you guys are writing this down, like highlight this, start this, underline it. This is the most important part of, <laughs> yeah, of this whole full circle weight loss journey. Um, and that is like you, like you, like the person on the journey. You are the most important part on the journey because the person going on this weight loss journey, they have to work. They have to show up for themselves. They can hire the most expensive coach in the entire world, but at the end of the day, if they do not wake up every single morning and do what's expected of them and, and really, really show up powerfully, they're never going to see the results that they want. And that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, right? yes. And, and, and that's, that's the cool thing about what I like about everything you're doing with your clients and your, and your business is that like these people that you are seeing results, you know, if, if I were to put someone in someone else's shoes and I wanted to change and I'm seeing your stuff, you know, cause there's people out there anxious right now. They're, they're watching your stuff and like, Oh my God, I want to do it. I want to do it. But then they don't cause they're nervous. They're scared or whatever. And I'm seeing your stuff. I'm thinking, okay, Kelsey's going to give me this. I'm going to follow it. And I'm going to be good. I'm going to get those. I'm going to get that result that, 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 you know, your client testimonial had what they got. But then just like you said, it's on you. This is your, you're important, but also two people are unique. So people are not going to get the same type of results in the same time, uh, time frame as, as your other clients. So I think that's huge as well is to understand is how important you are. Totally. I love that you said that because you can't come into a weight loss journey and expect it to be the exact same as someone else's. Uh Um, but the one thing that you can do is show up for yourself every single day and, you know, we really make that known, Matt, like on our application calls, like you have, like, are you ready to show up for yourself? Because there's only so much we can do. And uh-huh. um, typically when I hear that, yes, and it's in conviction, I know that that woman is just going to kick ass yes. in our program. Boom, dude. That's crazy. Heck yeah. Okay. Sixth and final point of this whole weight loss circle um, is going to be a weight loss exit plan. So you guys, oh, I like that one. Yeah, this is something that is so important because we lose weight and then so many women are like, oh my gosh, I've lost 35 pounds. I feel on top of the world. I feel like I have energy. I feel like I'm so confident and I can just throw on a bikini mm-hmm. and they start going to their normal life or let's say they don't do one of our longer term programs and they think they can do it all on their own. And 
I'm very honest with that typically is like a crash and burn plan because if you start doing the same things that you did to get you to, you know, 35 pounds overweight, you're going to be 35 pounds overweight again. So we can't stop doing the things that we did to get us to a certain point. Once we get to that certain point, we have to continue Mm -hmm. to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, a weight loss exit plan looks like what's called a reverse diet. And so you guys, when we start dieting, um, there's something called your metabolism that adapts to the, the lower caloric intake that we currently have you set on to be losing weight. Mm -hmm. As your calories slowly decrease, so does your metabolism. So if, if you are at the end of your diet eating, you know, 1300 calories, and then all of a sudden you start eating 1800 calories, your metabolism has not yet adapted to that high calorie increase. Uh And guys, you're going to put on 10, 12, 15 extra pounds before you know it. And your whole dieting phase is, is kind of for nothing. Yes. And so imagine, gosh, yes, it's the worst thing ever. And then you feel like, so like, Oh my gosh, I worked so hard for nothing. And we don't Mm -hmm. want our clients to feel that way, nor should any woman feel that way. And so the purpose of a reverse diet, you guys, is to slowly increase your calories after um, a cut. That way your metabolism can adapt week by week to the higher amount of calories. And ideally you can maintain your cutting weight eating, oh my gosh, 500 extra calories than you were originally on. And I would argue that the weight loss exit plan reverse dieting phase is more important than the cut itself to actually. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause just like you said, you know, you, you take, you take these females or, or males too, you know, whenever you go through a deficit and you're there for a, kind of a long period of time, you know, because you're trying to cut the fat, cut the fat, cut the fat so you can get as, as you know, um, aesthetic or whatever your goals are. If you're trying to shred fat just so you can feel better or whatever you have going on, you take that time to do so. And then whenever, you know, it's it's equivalent to the reverse dieting phase. Like if you, if you deficited for uh, six months, then you're going to have it's basically almost the same amount of time frame, right? Whenever you are reverse dieting, like it's not just going to be two months with the six month uh, uh, deficit, you know? Exactly. And you know what? Like, so it's, it's a hard thing because some bodies I've had some clients be able to jump up 500 calories. And I kid you not four weeks if they, if they stick to their plan. Uh Um, one of our clients jumped up from 1300 calories to 1800 calories in four weeks because she stuck to her macros just as meticulously if she were to be in a cut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have other kind of fall off the wagon. You know, they're, they're, they're finished with the cut and they fall off the wagon every weekend. And then the reverse diet typically does take about six months. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, and that's crazy because I have, I've talked to obviously you and I've talked to different coaches and people who have gone through transformations and they, they are losing, they are dropping body fat, losing weight at a deficit. And when they reverse diet properly, let's say, like you said, deficit is at 1300. Okay. And then they're, uh, and then whenever they reverse diet, they're at 1800 and they're still like still losing body fat, still losing weight. And, and to me, to this day, like, I know that's science, but that's just so mind-blowing to me. Isn't it the craziest? It's the craziest thing, but that's the insane. coolest thing. Yeah. And you know what's great about that, too, is it probably is 
they're only losing fat because, you know, their yeah. protein so high, they're getting enough carbs, they're getting enough, enough fat that that's where a real body composition change comes into play because you're keeping the muscle tone on you, but you're losing the fat. Yes. Yeah. And that's, dude, that is I've, even no matter how much stuff I read or how many other coaches I've talked to or whatever, it's like, I see, I see how it works. You know, you see what the metabolism is, you see what it's capable of, which is an amazing thing that we have a metabolism. Dude, that's in such an incredible thing that we have been given in our system. But then when you start to apply it to people and people are, are losing one to two pounds a week at a 1300 calorie, a caloric deficit, and they're still losing a pound or two a week at a 1800, you know, caloric after reverse dieting. And that to me, that's like always still mind blowing to me. It's the coolest thing ever. The body is an incredible thing. Yes. Yes. And then and one of the biggest things, and as you running a nutrition academy, like helping people get into their bodies, their dream bodies, just with nutrition, like basically alone, because you do a lot of training as well, but you really, really focus on the, on the nutrition part, which is, besides mindset, a huge, huge point in any transformation. But I know a lot of people out there are maybe wondering or have been through a frustration where they have lost weight and, um, and they couldn't keep it off. Like, you know, cause that's what happens. Just like you said, they, at the end goal, that's why diets to me and I'm pretty sure to you too, we've talked about it many times. They're just, it's crap because you go through a diet and then after that, then what's next? Like, what did you learn about yourself? What did you learn? All you did was follow a piece of paper and, and, and after that, it made you lose this weight. And then now, now what happens now? What do you know how to eat for your body now? Do you know how to eat for your, your lifestyle? Like, do you know how to do that? And, um, with the biggest thing that I've seen people go through with any transformation is losing weight and keeping it off. So with you in your academy and you as an amazing coach, what, what have you found and learned and that you implement now to help women lose weight and keep it off? Totally. So I would say that the number one mistake that women make is they get complacent and they think that they can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And that is the, like I said, that's the biggest mistake that most women make after a dieting phase as they decide not to continue working with that coach right. um, when that coach can really set them up for success. And so I would say my, my biggest thing that we've done is we've implemented a longer six month program after our 12 week fat loss program uh-huh. that teaches women how to, how to keep the weight off. And what we teach in that program is of course, reverse dieting. That's going to help them keep off the weight. Um, but it's also just getting them in this mentality that sometimes accountability is something that you really need forever yes. in order, in order to keep it off. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I mean, I still have coaches to this day that keep me accountable and, and most women think I'm very far along in my fitness journey, but I still have coaches to this day that hold me accountable, even though I hold other women accountable. And that is the biggest mistake that I see women make, um, right after a dieting phase. I think after a reverse dieting phase within our academy, we teach women how they can soar and fly on their own after that Uh six month phase. Uh But really, really after a strict dieting phase, you must continue with to work with a coach who knows what they're doing. Right. So the biggest thing I've seen um, or that I'm gathering from you is having people learn about themselves. They're learning. They're learning about how their body reacts to a deficit, how it reacts to increased kilo, uh, calories, how it reacts with training mixed mixed in the mix with that. 
how to dominate their mindset and and then having them fly on their own afterwards now knowing what their body is because now if 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 they they leave your academy they leave your coaching or whatnot and you've taught them everything and, and they leave and they gain weight back that's on them it, even though no matter right. what it is it's on them but they they know what it is they know what it takes and 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 by by learning about them themselves their bodies and how it reacts to food then now they're able to have control over that correct absolutely i also think it's important and a job of the coach to give each client a roadmap on what to do for the future and they're not just kind of leaving them like bye like we we only coached you for this 12 weeks goodbye like we're no longer working together mm-hmm. i think it's really important important after this 6 month program to at least guide that client on what to do with with adjusting macronutrients moving mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. um and at least get them to a place where they're really happy with their body that they can maintain on the macronutrients that they leave us with um and just leave with a very happy body and and maintain on those macros dude i got one for you i got one for you i was thinking about it right now how do you and this might be like a crazy question but how do how does someone lose drop body fat lose weight and keep it off but not just knowing their nutrition uh you know how they react to nutrition but their mentality because you know how like obviously right you leave uh, 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 whatever a program or whatever the case may be, and you know, okay, this person learned everything, man. They know what what it takes. They know what it is. But afterwards, mentally, how do you sustain that new lifestyle? I think mentally, the pain of going back to what you were has to be greater than the pain of just like continuing what you're already doing. Oh, um, that's good. And I would say that hits it right on the nail. You should never want to go back to to being where you were yeah that's crazy see because you don't even if it's like even if it's like hard times in life why would you ever want to go back to to a, a time in life where it sucked like why would you why, why would you want to go back there if you worked your ass off to get to where you are now like why would you want to go do that again so same thing with your food and your body especially that because I, i've always felt like majority of people and males out there too even though a lot of guys don't want to admit it a lot of guys are self-conscious about their bodies because they have let themselves go or whatever the case may be but a lot of females are more outspoken i have i have seen and um a lot of people don't like how they look or feel and and they want to change the 20 pounds 30 pounds they gained after high school the 30 pounds 40 pounds they gained after pregnancy you know those things and uh, and by losing the weight and and not and having the fear to go back, I think that is very powerful. I completely agree. I think that is one of the biggest mindset tools. And I wouldn't say that that's a mindset tool, but I think that's one of the biggest mindset drivers that is going to keep the woman from going back. Yeah, dude. See, yep. That is great. When you fear something, right? Like, that's like mentally telling you like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, same thing with you, with people wanting to start a journey. Like, they're scared to start it. So they're hesitant. Same thing, reverse. Like, you don't want to go back to where you were. So like, be scared of that. Be, yeah. don't, don't just be hesitant, like, but be like, like focused on, on the new lifestyle that you have, because at the end of the day, you're not just trying to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds and fit, look good in a bikini. You're trying to, to lose that weight. So you, your heart can be healthy so that you can move healthy so that your, your joints have less weight on them. So you can be able to walk and stand tall when you're 70, when you're 80, like those are the big points. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, another, oh my gosh, I just lost my, lost my point in my head. Oh no. 
Oh, it was so good too. I'm like, what the heck was it? If it comes back to me, if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll mention it. But okay, okay, go. Okay, well, come on, come on, Kelsey's brain. Come on, let's bring these thoughts back. I know, I'm trying to think. It was so important, and now oh. I can't remember. Okay, okay. So, um, that, that, that's that's just how you know you're so like, you're so you're just so passionate about this stuff because like nutrition, I know, it comes great for you, and you love it so much. So, and that's awesome. Oh man. Okay, so going on to, uh with weight loss and and all the things that come with it losing it and keeping it off is very important and i know a lot of people want that right they want the result but they want to keep it for the rest of their life but before any of that happens how does someone especially with you coaching all these people i'm pretty sure you have dealt with this multiple multiple times because i've dealt with it multiple times as well but how do you deal with someone and how have you helped somebody overcome that mental roadblock that they feel whenever they are not seeing results right away. I love this. And I love this for not only all your coaches who are listening, but also just to people who want to see results and they may not be seeing results. Okay. And so number one, if you're a coach and you're listening to this, you guys, it is so important that you set realistic expectations to your client. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Jen, you should expect to lose about one pound per week on this journey. I think, right, the real problem is how the coach positions the weight loss because um, the client may expect to come in and lose five pounds in one week every single week, and that's just not realistic. But half of the time, the coach isn't actually expressing and explaining why they're losing one pound a week and why they should expect that. And I think a lot of coaches are scared to be upfront with their client and say, hey, this is what you should expect to lose. I think a lot of coaches just want to get a client. Um, and so they're just saying like, oh yeah, we can lose X amount of weight. But guys, we have to be realistic with the, with the weight that we're going to have our client lose. And when I'm upfront and honest and realistic, um, and I say you should expect to lose about a pound a week, which is about 12 pounds in our 12-week program, and then our client loses like 20 pounds. They just like love me because they expected to lose one pound. And then they're like, holy shit, I lost yeah. <laughs> 20 pounds in 12 weeks. See, it's so crazy. I think, go ahead. I think I know I said I think it's nuts because like just like you said, how everybody is unique. Everyone is, is different. So by you setting this is the healthy way that your body's going to lose weight and they overexceed that, that's just because that's their body and they're able to do that. And, and you just brought light, you just shed light on on the on that progress. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of just like a little tip for your coaches is before anyone's starting a program, please tell them how much weight they should expect to lose. Second thing, this is going to be for if you're struggling right now with not seeing results and you feel like you're doing everything that you have to do. um, I have the conversation with a client about the fact that you didn't gain 30 pounds in four weeks, so it's not going to come off in four weeks either. I think that really puts things into perspective for the client and they're like, Oh gosh, you're right. Like I need to be patient with my body. (laughs) Yeah, no, very true. Very true. And there's uh, man, like I could talk about this alone all day long because it is such a, um, I love everyone and anyone who wants to transform their body and life, their health and anything that comes with fixing their, their nutrition, drinking more water, whatever it is. I admire that. I love that so much because that means that you have found something inside of you to begin to take care of yourself and you love yourself enough to to take those first steps or to take those middle steps or wherever you are in your journey. And, I, and I've, I've always loved it. But whenever it gets to the point to where, uh, and I, I had to deal with this for a long time as well because I was such a skinny kid growing up and I was so mm-hmm. aggravated with my body and why I could not put on weight 
as fast as I wanted to. And, uh, and then when I began to learn more about myself and nutrition and, and uh, recovery, which is huge, um, then I began to see results because I, I wasn't just angry with myself. Um, I, I wanted to learn more of myself because if you are just pushing with anger against who you are, then you're just going to be in an endless circle of, of just like plateau, 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 or even, you know, worse. Um, and that's what was happening to me. I was pushing so much over training and this and that. And then once I took a step back and took, you know, two days off back to back and then learned about what this stuff was and then came back with a clear mind, then I was able to say, hey, you know what? My body was, I was pushing my body to do something that it was, wasn't capable of doing. And once I started to work with myself, then I was able to achieve the progress that I wanted. So I feel like that's also big with people who are wanting to see results right away. It's like, your body is is amazing. It's beautiful in what it can do. Like females, you create a human body inside of you. Like in nine months, that to me will always be more mind blowing than a metabolism. Like any that's it's it's crazy to me. So with all that, just love the process and love what your body's capable of doing. And whenever you start to lose weight, then enjoy those one pound or two pounds that you lost in that week, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. You hit that right on the nose. Celebrate your wins every single week because sometimes we go through weeks and weeks and weeks and think we haven't seen any progress, but you forget to just sit down and be like, Hey, I lost three or, you know, two pounds this week. That's kick ass. And I think when you, when you celebrate those weight loss marks, instead of, um, just aiming for the 20 pound weight loss mark, you can keep momentum and keep refreshing your mind of that you're that you're doing it and you're on your way to losing 20 pounds it just takes little mini milestones yes and another thing too that i have found too as well is whenever you're training someone and this to me too is like not ironic i would say and and i don't think anything is funny when it comes to this because it means it's real to that person it's real to the client but to me it's just like I've had people lose 20, 30 pounds and then they get to a place where it's stubborn, right? Like your body doesn't, you're getting to a point now where you got to push a little bit more. You got to learn more about this. We got to dial in a little bit more, which is a little bit more aggravating sometimes. And they're like, why can I not lose this, this 1% uh, body fat that I want to lose? Why can I not start to squat heavier? Like, why can I not do it? And they forget about the four or five months of hard ass work they put in where they lost 20 pounds and like they've done so much work and then just they're disappointed about this one little thing that's happening like those big jumps that you've taken like remember those big successes that you've had so far in your journey totally and like i was gonna even drive another point on this not seeing results is like women like women or males even like we have to go into this giving your body grace and that that's Mm -hmm where that comes in, Matt, is how you were saying, like, don't forget the journey as a whole. Stop focusing on day-to-day progress versus, I mean, don't so much focus on day-to-day progress, focus on progress as a whole picture. And if that client that you were talking about focused on their client, their progress is a big picture. They would say, dang, I lost 30, 30 pounds. And this 1% body fat wouldn't be as big of a deal to them. Right. Right. And it's all, everything comes down to like mindset. Like you got to, figure it out within yourself you know i've i've had it many times where and i've experienced it with myself where i wanted results so bad that i threw health out the window like i didn't care mm-hmm. if i was training twice a day a 90 minute training sessions like i didn't care if i was in a deficit for you know three months four months overtraining overtraining dehydrating myself like i it didn't it didn't matter to me as long as i saw the six-pack abs 
You know, and it was like, mm-hmm. dude, my mindset was in there. And I think that with nutrition, especially because we live in an era now, especially in America, where it's like we have all this high processed food and junk and crap that we eat day to day. And, and you know, we rely on these things. And that, that's how we think nutrition is when it's not. Mm-hmm. And, and our, we've been giving our bodies things that our body has been trying to neglect. And it neglects it by making people fat, you know, or making them obese. And, um, and I think nutrition is, is a huge thing that people need to grab their mindset with and turn that switch on so they can stay steady throughout their journey. Yeah. And they, so they can feel good. Like it's imagine, it's amazing what happens when you eat a freaking vegetable, you guys, like <laughs> you'll feel, you'll feel amazing. It's true. It's crazy. Cause like, it's, you know what, to point, to paint a picture on that, whenever you have someone uh, that hasn't, whenever someone's trying to fix their nutrition lifestyle, what do they do? They add more grains to their plate. Why? Because they think that is healthy. So whenever you eat a vegetable, you might, not it could drastically feel a complete change but your mindset is telling you that this is a vegetable it is healthy so now your mind controls your body into saying i feel good i love that i think it's so i love that intense. so much i've never thought about that like mind connection too that as you start eating better you you subconsciously know you're eating better so you're automatically going to start feeling better that's pretty crazy yeah, huh? See, it's so crazy whenever you start to like speak this stuff because it's like it's um, and it's so funny because I never really thought about it too until I just said it. So it's like it's pretty crazy how how uh, <laughs> how strong our our minds are. It's like it's insane. Placebos, like yeah, it's crazy on what we can do, you know. But okay, so jump it back, jump it back. So with um, with because you work with mainly females, uh, and I know uh, guys and girls, we all have these things called hormones and hormones is like a big thing and i I never knew either i know until literally i'm still learning about it but i literally figured out how hormones can impact someone's weight loss or weight gain within the past like year or two like uh thyroid like i learned how like that can affect the metabolism like there's in pregnancy like post pre whatever like there's so much stuff that i have that not i'm still learning but it has been brought to like my just my thought of knowing that wow like Hormones is really huge whenever you are trying to do anything with, with your body, you know? Um, and when it comes to nutrition and your hormones, what have you found to kind of like, I guess, be working together or that could be possibly pushing away progress? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first thing that I'm going to do is kind of speak to males and females. So okay. that way um, the males can also understand like what hormone may be holding them back. And so... I'm going to go back to when Matt said like he was overtraining and he just wanted to see these results so bad, but he wasn't seeing any progress. Um, there's a hormone called cortisol. I've talked to it. I've talked to you, Matt, about this multiple times. Matt's body was super stressed out at that time. And so I'm sure his cortisol was through the roof, um, which is really going to hinder any sort of progress, whether it's muscle gain or fat loss, that, that hormone is really just going to trigger your body to, to not, do anything. It's just going to stay in like a stagnant, a stagnant form. So also with women, if they're very stressed out, um, about losing weight or about getting on the scale every day or whatever it is in their day-to-day life, same thing, that hormone is going to, is going to release in their body. And they're also going to have sort of a weight loss stall. 
So -hmm. it's really important to track your client's stress levels along their journey to figure out if that hormone is being released at all to, um, to hinder progress in any sort of way. Um, I have also just kind of dove into a beautiful journey of, of hormones and what, what they do for women. And so I'm going to speak a little bit to women. Women deal with tons of hormones and in specific, um, women's women have a 28 day cycle and this consists of your menstrual phase, which is, you know, when you're bleeding on your period, um, your follicular phase, your luteal phase and your ovulation phase. Um, I didn't say those in any particular order, but in each of those specific phases, um, it's really interesting. You should actually be eating certain foods. Uh You should actually in certain phases of your cycle. So if you're familiar with like PMS or why women get very hungry or moody during um, like their menstrual phase and their ovulation phase, it's because they need a little bit more calories, which is pretty crazy, but you should actually be increasing calories by about 200 in your menstrual and your ovulation phases. Um, and you should actually, which is crazily enough, crazily enough, you should be doing certain workouts during each of your phases as well. So So cool. During one of your phases, you may respond really well to a HIIT workout versus in in one of your phases, a HIIT workout may give you more stress, Mm -hmm. which is going to hinder your progress as a whole. And so, um, I'm only going to touch on that because it's a journey that I've really just started diving into. Um, but I just thought it was so freaking interesting um, how that works with women and how we can, how we can work with our bodies and be eating certain foods, doing certain workouts. I mean, really, like you said, Matt, like work with our body and understand our body and give it what it needs versus trying to work against our body. Um, and when we do that, we can really just create a new level of progress that we've never seen before. Yeah. And that's so big. And I love everything that you said about the whole, the whole menstrual cycle. That is, that's why I say so much, like, Women go through so much, and I think it's crazy whenever they go through the menstrual cycles, they go through pregnancy, they go through, you know, life stress and all this stuff because just like you said, and stress can come in many, many different forms, y'all. Like workouts, or that's a stress. So like in my my case, I was was applying so much stress to my body, which is working out, um, and I was in the military, so it was causing more stress. So it was like so much of it, and and it was was not working with myself. It wasn't working with my body. Um, stress can come from lack of sleep. Like there's so much things that stress can can mimic or or, or come into your life as. Um, so think about it like that. Like if you, where is my stress coming from? Where can it be coming from? Is it am I overtraining? Am I am I, is my family like causing me stress or is my school causing me something is causing you stress? So even in most cases, which is mind blowing, is that. If someone, if a, if a full-time uh, school student is going to school, having stress of exams, working out, sleep deprived, but her nutrition's on point and she hasn't been seeing results, she can take away a stressor, which would, would probably be the workout maybe. And then just by taking that away, she would be lowering the cortisol levels, which would then lower the stress, obviously. And then she could see more results and it'd be crazy because then she's not working out, you know? So it's very important Correct. to pay attention to those things. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Yeah, that's it. You hit it right on the nose. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's why, and even coming from you, I think it's awesome because you're a female. So like, you know, and I never even thought about that with, with females when they PMS and why they're so hungry. This is how, this is how scary 
the body will talk to you. Like it will literally lash out through emotion saying, yo, I'm hungry. Feed me. Need food. Yeah, dude. Like, and it's, it's doing a lot of stuff inside of you. You know, you might not see it, but you know, your, your body's going through a lot. It's, it's, it's pushing out an egg. Like there's so much stuff that's happening inside your body. Um, and when your body asks for some more food, then hey, it, it needs more food. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it'll be cool to be able to incorporate certain extra calories in some of my clients, certain phases um, to make, maybe not make those PMS cravings as bad. Right. Do you, would you recommend, uh, uh, I guess everyone, males and females, uh, but I guess most importantly females, cause y'all go through, I think more hormonal changes than males do. Would you, would you recommend, uh, people get like, uh, their hormonal levels checked, like, you know, tested? I would say if you're having, okay. So if you're having, if you're on point with everything and you are not losing weight, or if you're having a really time seeing muscle growth, I definitely recommend getting your hormone, just getting like a hormone panel. Yeah. There's a specific name for it and I can't remember what it is, okay. um, but it's a hormone panel and it'll kind of tell you like where your testosterone levels are, where your estrogen levels are. Um, and typically if certain, certain hormones are low or high, you need to do some things on your end to repair those hormones and those hormone levels because like if Matt's testosterone is low, he's not going to be putting on the muscle that he wants to. Um, right. And so you would need to in turn, you know, repair, repair that specific hormone. So that way you can increase the testosterone in your body and put on muscle. Yeah. And it's crazy because food, and I've heard it many times, especially from you too. Food is, is, is medicine, man. Like it can, it's not, it's not just there to, to, to help you gain muscle and lose fat. Like it's there to help, your hormonal levels. It's there to then once you, you know, increase your hormonal levels or whatever you got to do to level yourself out, then it's going to focus on keeping your body healthy. And then whatever external goals you want to achieve, then food's going to help you get there, you know? And it just shows you just by saying those three things, how much your body goes through. And when people are under eating day to day or overeating a bunch of crap, like just imagine what your body's is going through. And it's, it's like if, I don't know how else to put it, but if you're if someone is begging you, you're, you're, maybe your kid is begging you for something, attention or food or whatever, uh, and and you have the guilt of like uh, like I don't want to let my child you know be hungry or whatever. Like that's your body. Like your body could be begging you every single day for nourishment and just like help. And and most of the time, most of the time we don't. We neglect it. Yep, guys, listen to your body. If you can, if you can take anything from this call, listen to your body. Yes, absolutely. Before we head out, what is what is the the best words of advice that you could give someone? Because I liked what we talked about about, about this this point earlier. Um, the best type of advice you could give someone right now that is struggling with their food with weight loss. They want to figure something out. They want to see what's going on. They want to try to to change their life, their health with their nutrition. What are some words of advice you could give someone to, to, get, to get them in the right direction to begin to just eat a healthier lifestyle? Okay, I would say focus on, okay, I'm going to give them some very like tangible things. So okay, okay. I, would say, I would say two things, um, movement and macros. So movement, I would say, guys, just start going on or start setting yourself a 10,000 step goal every day. 
um, that's something to just point them in the right direction um, of, of just getting excited about moving their bodies and feeling their bodies. Um, and the second thing, yes, I would say macros, but I would say like, I would say always incorporate a protein, a carb and a fat at each meal. Um, it's going to be balanced. It's going to feel like it's going to give you what you need. And so those would be my two biggest pieces of advice, pieces of advice. And you know what, I'm going to add one more thing. So I'm going to add movement, um, movement macros and actually meditation. I think those three things, um, is, are going to be very like intertwined in your journey. So movement, i.e. walking 10,000 step goal macros, getting one macronutrient on your plate at all times, a protein, a carbon, a fat and meditation, find three times per week to start meditating, um, taking some time for yourself and every single one of those things, it's going to push you in the right direction. You guys start that tomorrow and you will be perfect. Jeez. There it is. Yeah. I hope you wrote that down. If you want to rewind it, then write it down, whatever you got to do. But there, <laughs> there it was coming from, uh, from, from Kelsey as well. You know, like it's, she runs an academy helping people lose just watch, go see her stuff and you will see just what people can accomplish with just nutrition alone. So for all of our listeners, girl, uh, current and future, where is the best place for people to find you or reach out to you, ask you questions or simply just say thank you? Yeah, totally. Definitely on Instagram at Kelsey D'Antonio um, or on Instagram at Nutrition Revival Academy. If you want to check out our amazing results and just what we're all about, um, those are the best two places to find me. Nice. Awesome. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, so amazing guest speaker today, y'all. Kelsey D'Antonio, a great friend of mine for a long time now. She was on the show as the very first guest speaker, episode 13, talking about how to create an optimal relationship with food. And now she's back on the show again, talking to you all about how nutrition can really drastically change your health, your your physique, and, and just how to not just lose it all, but to, to keep it off. All right. So Everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have grabbed any sort of value from Kelsey or you're just, you're just loving this episode, all we ask is simply shout it out to your Instagram story, send it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, somebody who could use some help right now in the nutrition world or any sort of motivational world to get them in the right direction with their body and health. But everyone, have a great rest of your day. And as usual, y'all, you listen to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Kelsey D. Antonio. And everyone, as usual, get out there, train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.